Wake Up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Hello. Testing. One, two, three. Starting your day the right way. It just really gets me going in the morning. Good morning to you. All right. It's the morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff on Pure Country 94. Here we go. Another Ottawa storm on the way. Came out of nowhere. Hi, how are you? Um, it's crazy. Winter storm watch. Yeah, so when we left here yesterday morning, there was absolutely no sign of any winter storm whatsoever. And then sometime in the afternoon, late in the afternoon, it happened. Well, because we called for two centimeters through the, the overnight and then two more today. But then, then it was like, no, no, we're going to get uh, up to 30 by the uh, time it's all done tomorrow night. Now there has been there have there have been times where they've overestimated the amount yeah. of snow and the fingers crossed it's it's ugly out there and just thinking about some of the driving that I see when we come <laughs> in this early you know when the roads are pretty bad still it's the dangerous stuff is that slushy slippery the ice stuff that's out there snow. right now yeah that really just shifts your car around mm-hmm. when you're trying to drive and I'm just absolutely shocked every time I see People blowing down the highway in the left lane like it's a, a sunny day in yeah, the summer. Yeah, I in always think that too. Civics in your tiny cars that are going to do absolutely nothing for you if you hit the barrier or right skid into the middle. Oh, and lane. you see them in the ditch. Like, I, but I see four wheel drive cars in the ditch because four wheel drive is not doesn't make you bulletproof. I mean, oh my god, ice is ice. Right. So, so please be careful out there. Yourself. There are some terrible drivers out there this morning uh, who are in a real hurry to get to wherever they're going. So please be careful. All right. Today is Youth Day. Youth Day. Nice. Yeah, Youth Day. A good time to support youth and youth organizations. Pharmacist Day. Say hello to your pharmacist. Do you know your pharmacist? Do you have a pharmacist? Oh, I've got a great pharmacist. Yeah? Yeah. What makes a great pharmacist? She's great. Uh, She's very friendly, uh, helpful, uh, gives good advice all around. That's nice. She uh, gives us a a great needle. (laughs) She gives great needle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All around. Like, uh, you mean she puts it in really quick and then takes it out? No, she doesn't screw around. Yeah, it's great. Okay. And then do you get something after? A cookie. No, I'm kidding. No, a nice, pleasant conversation. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. Uh, it's also kiss a ginger day. Okay. Uh, like a gingerbread cookie or? No, kiss a ginger, like a person. Oh. Yeah, with ginger hair. Ask first. <laughs> yes. Obviously. Please. Uh, I don't think I ever have. I... Not that I, not that I can recall. Strawberry blonde. Okay. Well. But uh, not full ginger <laughs> <right>. for me. <laughs> Curry chicken day. Weird. I had that yesterday. And Yum. hot tea day. Okay. Yeah, over cold. Fair enough. (laughs) Hey, listen, uh, if you've been uh, holding off getting a passport because the passport nightmare, I've got some good news for you. That's coming up. Prince Harry's memoir, turns out people do care. I know. It's crazy. And Alec Baldwin, in the headlines, again, only because over and over again, the same headline. He could still face criminal charges for the shooting. I'll talk about it with you. Jeff's three things. Thing one, if you've been holding off getting a passport because of the nightmare lineups and all of that, now could be a good time to apply. Is that right? Because my girlfriend was asking me about this, and I said I have no idea. I guess Service Canada issued 71,210 passports and have exceeded the service standard. That's just last week. Oh, cool. All right. So they're moving fast now. By the way, there's an online tool on the Government of Canada's website that allows you to check an estimated walk-in time, wait time, at their nearest passport office. Okay, that's handy. That's super handy. It's like, oh, it's good now. (laughs) 
Get in there. Anyway, so it looks like they're catching up, which is nice. That's good. That's like the live Google thing where, is it busy? Right. Okay, very smart. Why okay. did we not do this sooner? It's amazing. <laughs> thing two, Prince Harry's memoir, People Care. It's called Spare. I don't know about you, but it's been blowing up on my feed. People picking up the book. And and they're taking like, I pictures got it. I'm like, it. I know. I'm like, okay. It's really, but I feel like, like, don't, do we have to read it? I thought we knew everything about no, it. No, I mean, I'm just reading <laughs> okay. it in pieces. Just check it. For free. So right? it sold a record 1.43 million copies in its wow. first day. Wow. For a book that's pretty crazy. Well, people love the drama and they love the royals. I guess. Even ones who quit. <laughs> Thing three Alec Baldwin could still face criminal charges for the Rust shooting. This won't go away. No. And what I mean by that, that is, of course, it shouldn't. But, like, when are they done the investigation? Santa Fe's first ju- judicial district attorney's office mm-hmm. said that filing decisions will be made by the end of this month. How it's been a is it it's been a, almost a year if it hasn't been a year. It sort of makes me think that they've had a really hard time putting together a strong enough case in either direction. So it's, okay. it sounds like a mess. But it's like it was a closed set. Lots of witnesses. You know, I know that means there's a lot of data to sift through, but it's been a really long time. Like, you would think they would file or don't or make a decision. But anyway, mm. we're still waiting on that. And I'm sure Alec Baldwin, uh, is, you know, just imagine the stress of that sitting over your head all this time as well. well and just some closure for the family. Like no, as, obviously, as this yeah. continues to happen. Totally all. agree. Totally agree. Anyway, that's what you need to know. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Next Saturday night, we are hosting the Sens Country Night at the CTC. We're very excited. Our annual tradition. Yep, it's going to be fun. And in between, in the intermission, as the Sens take on the Winnipeg Jets, will be Mackenzie Porter performing. So we get a country concert in there, too. I know. We're uh, schlopping it all together. It's literally a BOGO. I love it. Okay, so you've got a chance to win tickets to that coming up. Listen for a cue to text. We're doing it all week here on The Morning Pickup. So it's coming up in uh, very, very soon. Pure Country 94 presents Country Night with your Ottawa Senators. Saturday, January 21st at Canadian Tire Center. For your chance to score a pair of tickets, text 949494 right now. Jennifer Cortco, congratulations. You're going to Sens Country Night on the 21st. We're excited. Next Saturday night, Mackenzie Porter will be performing at the intermission for the game where the Sens take on the Winnipeg Jets. It's country night, which means we've obviously got a country theme. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, You'll see cowboy hats in the crowd, and it'll be a good feel. Get a little concert in the intermission. Yeah, so we're going to have some games. We are your in-game hosts for the evening, which is also exciting. We'll have country music, swag to give away, prizes, and so much more. Yeah, this is always a fun night for us every single year. We're happy that it's become a tradition. (laughs) Sends country night. If you want to win your way there, you've got plenty of chances. We'll give you another chance this afternoon with Tanea and another one with us tomorrow morning. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Last night, our very own Jeff did something for the first time. <laughs> I did it all for the gram. <laughs> but it was your first time. I did. It was my first time. Um, I have to say, it wasn't perfect, <laughs> but would do again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Was anyone else involved? There were other people around. Okay. Did they feel the same way that you do? They might have been less impressed. <laughs> <laughs> so one thumb up, two thumbs down. Uh, maybe. Okay, we'll I see. I think that's right. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Last night, Jeff did something for the first time in his life. Ever. I, I am shocked because you don't seem like the kind of person who would do something like this. I know that you say that. It's true. And I don't think uh, I believed I was one of these people. But there I was, scrolling the gram. Yeah. And a recipe came up. 
Okay, you made your first real meal. Here we go. Yes. Okay, what was this magical meal that caught your eye? It looks amazing, okay? So let me go through it with you. It's very simple and nice, fresh ingredients, so I was excited and thought this is going to be amazing. <laughs> Listen to you. Here we go. Okay. It starts with uh, some diced tomatoes. Yes. A basil. Okay. A nice handful of basil. Uh, salt and pepper. Um, garlic, finely diced. <laughs> okay. okay. Garlic. Uh, and then an entire wheel of brie cheese. Uh, picked apart, yes. thrown into a bowl with olive oil. Then you boil some pasta okay. and drain it, quickly throw it in the bowl, and start mixing. Yes. So it melts. So the brie cheese melts, mm. and all that basil and tomato mixes in, the fresh feeling and deliciousness. Fresh feeling. Yeah. <laughs> the, the bursts of flavor that assault your nose. Anyway, I went ahead and made it. Okay, so when you saw when you first saw this on the Instagram, mm-hmm. was it one of those sped up recipe videos? No. Okay, it was in real oh, time. Oh, it's like oh no, it was no yeah, that's right. Where it's like cut to this, cut to this, okay, cut to this. Okay, so they made it look like it was really easy and took no time. That's right. Okay, just checking. The real time on it though, I would say, is twenty minutes. All right, not bad. Took me the longest thing it took me is uh, dicing the tomatoes down into the, the proper <laughs> size. All right, so you went home and you made this, and how'd it go? It was, uh, it was, uh, it was okay. So it was, you know, you could, I could taste the potential. Here's the problem. It kind of sounds like it'd be a bit bland. Uh, you know, I think flavor-wise, there was a problem. Yeah. So the recipe that's in described in the reel, like yeah. in the text of the reel, is incorrect. Okay, what is it? Only I would say this, but yes. it is actually incorrect. So I wanted to take you through this. It's a good, healthy amount of diced tomatoes, right? And yeah. as I mentioned, that a wheel of brie cheese... Uh, and then the garlic and the basil, but then one, this is what it calls for, one cup of olive oil. A cup. Oh, yeah, so it's, it's all swimming in it, right? It's It was soup. Ew. And I did not, I did not pour the whole cup. Did as you I was take pouring, a picture of this thing? Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, did as, it look anything like the original? Yeah, I took a picture and I realized I should have taken a picture way later when this, <laughs> when it looked like olive oil soup. Because uh, it was way off in terms of amounts. It was way too okay. much cheese, too much oil. Sounds like a bit of a fail. It was kind of a fail on oh, my I'm end. Oh, I'm sorry. But, I, but, but everyone was excited about it because you could taste the potential. Like, <laughs> if, we cut, if we cut back on the oil and, and amount of cheese, this is going to be delicious. I got to tell you, it's very open-minded of you and your family to think, wow, this could be something someday when we never make it again. Well, as exactly. As I was eating it, I realized this is really just fancy mac and cheese with like linguine noodles, right? Basically. Yeah, you would have been better off just eating the brie. I'm in. Without the pasta. I'm making my own reel. (laughs) This is my most popular recipe of the year. It's a wheel of brie. I just don't want you to get discouraged and not take the initiative to make real meals again, you know? No. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. But time heals all wounds. (laughs) (laughs) Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Good morning. Just after seven o'clock here on your Therapy Thursday at the morning pickup at Sophie and Jeff. And around 7:30, we're gonna tackle an email about Someone who is questioning their own personality. Okay. But she's just started seeing someone and now it's messing with her head. All right. Interesting. We're going to have to help her out.
Sounds good. We're also going to do a useless question for lotto vouchers. What have you never done twice? <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. Good morning. We've got a useless question for you about 40% of people and what they claim. Mm. Apparently, 40% of people claim they've never done this twice in a row. 613-750-9494 if you know the answer, or text it, 94-94-94, standard rate supply. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so, first person to guess it wins 100 bucks in a lot of 649 vouchers. That includes the guaranteed $1 million prize, plus the classic jackpot of $5 million. Find your possible. We'll see. We'll see if, uh, if you come clean on this or not. 40% of people claim they've never done this <laughs> twice in a row. All right. Have you, Jeff? I have done this. I have, too. Really? Yeah, not because, well, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> let's just leave it at that, shall we? Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. 40% of people claim they've never done this twice in a row, and we're getting some very interesting responses. Yeah, taken two sick days in a row. Okay. How about typed an incorrect password, says Amber. Very specific. Twice in a row. I mean, I've done it four times in a row. Yeah. I've gotten the warning. If you yeah. do it one more time, you don't work here anymore. Um, how about locked your keys in your car two times in a row? Okay. I like that you're trying to think outside the box on this one, including Holly, who always comes out with great answers. Stuck your tongue to a metal pole in the winter. Yeah. Never done that twice in a row. No. And I like that because, you know, lesson learned. This is only 40% of people, though. Ridden a roller coaster twice in a row? I've done that. Have you? Let's I go mean, again. Let's go again. Normally, you would ride it all the times in a row and then not for like seven right. years in between. Exactly. <laughs> uh, get married twice in a row. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. I love uh, it. Brush their teeth. 40% of people Pardon? claim they've never brushed their t- teeth twice in a row. I, I really hope that that's not the right answer, which it is not. Yeah. I mean, back to back, like brush your teeth and stop, spit, rinse, then brush your teeth. I guess. Yeah. How about... Uh, I have, though. I've done it twice in a row before. Have you? Because you're like, oh, that hangover is bad enough. Yeah. Or it just you're like, oh, that brush didn't take. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. How about... Um, let me see here. Double, left- double dip. Like, oh, double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, good. Yeah. Eating leftovers is a good one, too. Not oh, yeah. the right answer. Yeah. Ran a red light. Uh, Isabel says sneezed. 40% of people have never sneezed twice in a row. Some people are one-time sneezers. I'm mostly a one-time sneezer. That's weird. Yeah, I know. You don't hear those very often. Uh, here I am. You're a diamond in the rough. Out here. <laughs> Come get me. Study me. Um, how about uh, multiple orgasms? <laughs> yeah, and there's another one that says sex. 40% of people have never had sex twice in a row. Okay. Listen, a lot of people giving us a very... On the right track answer, which is worn the same clothes okay. two days there. in a We're row. Getting there. That is the closest answer so far, and it's come to us from several people. Okay. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Looking for an answer to today's useless question, and we gave you a hint, which definitely helped. Yeah, it did. 40% of people claimed they've never done this twice in a row. And we said the closest answer so far, which we got from several people, was worn the same clothes twice in a row. That was close. But? Uh, it's not jewelry. No. It's not pants. No. (laughs) No, it's not. But you know what? A whole bunch of people came in with the correct answer. No one faster than Quinn. Well done, Quinn Lawrence. It is uh, worn the same underwear twice in a row. That's right. Worn (laughs) the same underwear twice in a row. Let's talk about this, okay? 40% claim they've never done it. Now, do you believe that 40%, Jeff? I sure don't. Me neither. 
Emergencies are emergencies, and sometimes you're in a bind. Sometimes you're at a two-day party. Yeah. Okay. And you didn't plan to be. That's what happened to me. Uh, mm-hmm. 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 Okay, so uh, 40% of people say they've never worn the same underwear twice in a row because I guess 40% of people have never, like you said, been to a party or gone camping or just mispacked. Right. I oh, mean, I, it oh, happens. I didn't bring enough underwear for this trip. That's kind of weird. <laughs> or if your luggage is lost or whatever and you're waiting on it two days. So girls, women, uh, women's underwear, we can turn it inside out easily. It's not a problem. Can guys do the same 100%. thing? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I let me be clear. This hasn't happened to me since my 20s, but <laughs> as okay. a single person. Right. Right. Before I married my brain. And, uh, I was going to say, it's because your wife packs all your undies now. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. You keep saying that. I know. It's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't think it's, it's not something you want to practice. <laughs> no. And I don't know about, about guys in general. I think you guys just have less underwear than we do, but we have a lot of underwear. Women always have drawers and drawers of underwear. I know. I do the laundry in our house, and yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah. It's because we, we have different reasons for having all the different underwear, but it, you can never have enough underwear when you're a lady. Well, you got your cottons, you got your laces, you've got uh, the <laughs> no seams uh, panty yeah. lines. The different cuts. Yeah, for the, sure. The different f- styles, Fongs, fabrics. granny panties, time of the month panties. It's a crazy thing. <laughs> and I'm uh, privy to all of it, and I never want it to be. <laughs> Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. podcast. It's a Therapy Thursday here on The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. You can check it out. It's up on our socials from Quinn in Riverside South today who says that her friends have pointed out something about her personality and now it's sort of messing with her head. Well, they're saying it might be why she's having a hard time staying in a relationship or keeping it going. We'll see. Is it take it or leave it advice from Quinn's friends? You can definitely start chiming in on this. We're going to need your help to tackle it. Is this some radical new therapy? Welcome to Therapy Thursdays with the Morning Pickup. We're back with another Therapy Thursday. And today it comes from Quinn in Riverside who says, I'm a single woman approaching my 30s and I have a big personality. My friends have told me many times that when they first met me, they thought I was intimidating. I'm definitely someone who has no fear when it comes to approaching people. I like to crack jokes. I work hard and don't like taking crap. Now, a few of my married friends are saying I should soften up my personality, behave more like a damsel in distress. I just started seeing a guy, but I'm a little in my head about all of this and don't want to scare him off. Should I soften up my personality, says Quinn. Hmm, what do you think? Well, here's the thing. This is a tough one because sometimes getting constructive criticism from the people who are around you the most and love you the most is not a bad thing, right? Right. Quinn seems very self-aware. She knows that she is hardworking, that she is, you know, not shy. Right. uh, That she's a hard worker. But this is something that I would definitely stop and think about and look at, and maybe I could soften up a little bit. But that doesn't mean you should go ahead and... Take it super literally and change your entire personality or anything. The damsel in distress part, I don't get. I don't like that at all. So I think that there's what you want the world to be and what the world is. <laughs> so, like, I want a world where, and, and I think it's important, like, I my instinct is to say, don't change anything about yourself. Be yourself immediately. Yeah. Because you just need to weed these people out. Yeah. Um, I guess the question is, do you want to be in a relationship so badly that you're going to change who you are? Like, is that a real relationship? I, I don't think so. Well, I think you can make little changes without changing who you are. 
But why should you? I think is the big question I think a lot of people would ask. Well, I uh, because I think that sometimes you have to make compromises in order to make a relationship work. And that doesn't mean necessarily changing your personality, but maybe you've been someone who, uh, let's say, if you've been alone for most of your life and you're used to making all the decisions and taking all the initiative. Oh, yeah. Right? Then when you, if you want to be in a relationship with someone, you may have to give some of that up and learn to ask for help or learn to step back or learn to not, yeah. you know, necessarily want to take, in those senses, I mean. Right. This, she's talking about, like, she like she just started seeing someone, and now she's wanting, like, it's in her head. But, like, he's going to meet that person eventually. She's talking about her, like, outgoingness, right? Like, her... How she's, you know, kind of uh, very outgoing, very funny. Uh, A lot of guys can't handle a a woman who has a strong personality, and that's just the way it is. Like, and then you just have a smaller dating pool because a lot of guys are fragile egos. Mm -hmm. Egos. Mm -hmm. So I think changing your personality, that's hard for me to say go for it. Yeah, I don't think you should change your personality at all. But uh, you could, I mean, could you soften up in some areas? So yeah, this that's li- what I'm asking. This line, I don't like taking crap. Well, don't be with a guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is We're what I mean. We're so, with crap. Well, what uh, to what extent? What right, level are right. we at on that? Because we do also. This is an interesting timed therapy Thursday because we're sort of in a world right now where a lot of people live by the, if you don't like it, walk away. Yeah, and that. I mean, if you're living in a world sharing it with other people, that doesn't necessarily work all the time. Like you do have to bend here and there. And well, you do have to make some, you know. We're, yeah, we're in a, an interesting time in history, as you said, like where we're, everyone's encouraged to be super independent. Everyone. Yeah. So independent that you don't need another person. Yeah. And that, we celebrate that, right? You're like, oh, I don't need anybody. I got my own thing. It's like, and when you don't need someone, it's pretty hard for them to feel needed. <laughs> well, exactly, right? And right. so when you, if you want to be in a relationship with someone, mm. you, may have to, you may have to look inward. And there, that doesn't mean changing your personality. It doesn't mean changing who you are. Got it. It just means tweaking some things that may make it easier for you to come together with another human being. That's all I'm saying. Would love your advice on this. Uh, this is, like, has is, is this ever happened to you or one of these people with the strong personality and what did you do to change did you change or did you just wait it out mm-hmm. find someone who could deal mm-hmm. i don't know what's the deal um i mean you've had to do this with in your relationship with your wife i've had to do this in my relationships you know for me my, what i'm learning in this relationship is that i i it's okay for me to ask for help oh, okay that, yeah. you know i don't have to always try to manage everything on my own which right. is something i'm used to doing but because i'm in a new relationship with someone, not new, but I'm in this relationship with someone, and I I was in a new situation in my life with this person. I learned over time to sort of make some changes that would help us be better together. Right. I mean, I'm trying to say same for me. I think, and for everyone, I don't know that you like. So I haven't changed my personality at all, which to my wife's chagrin, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I have changed my behaviors in order to be right. in a relationship. So. Right. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you need to change your personality necessarily. Maybe they were saying uh, you don't have to be so tough all the time. Or maybe, right. you know, you don't have be to. Be vulnerable. Yeah, be yeah. like me a little bit more um, uh, approachable or easier, like seem more open so that, you know, a, a guy isn't in, too intimidated to to care about you. May, mm. That's maybe the vibe I'm getting. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But I'm trying to look at the glass half full at this point. I mean, I married someone who has a lot of these personality traits, so. The struggle is real. So, 
call Jeff. <laughs> She'll probably need a lifetime of therapy. Results may vary. Therapy Thursdays with Sophie and Jeff. Today's Therapy Thursday comes from Quinn in Riverside South, who says that her friends have, and she says a few friends have brought up that she could maybe soften up a little bit. She's single and looking to mingle, but <laughs> she's a very strong personality and she admits that she has no fear when it comes to approaching people, likes to crack jokes, I work hard and I don't like taking crap. Hmm. She says she just started dating a guy. I'm a little bit in my head about all this. I don't want to scare him off. Should I soften up my personality? All right. We uh, shared our thoughts. So Certainly now yours. <laughs> this person on text says, oh, so I'm that person. What I've learned and, and I am now in my 40s is just stay true to myself. Be me. The right person is out there, even though, as Jeff says, it's a smaller dating pool, which I agree. Mm -hmm. The right person is out there. They will accept you for who you are. Okay. Yeah, so there's an overwhelming consensus on Facebook that you should just be you at all times. Louise says, you be you. That's how you'll get your best match. You do you. Keep rocking it. Kathy says, you need to be authentic. Not good if someone likes you for things that you're not. Hmm. Andrea says, I assume he met you when you were being yourself, so obviously he was attracted to it, or doesn't bother. it doesn't bother him, so why pretend to be something you're not? You and I were digging through a bunch of this stuff, trying to find any dissenting opinion. Yeah. We found one. <laughs> one. In text. That's right. This is from Jennifer, who says, well, she mentioned a few people have told her, so this is obviously an issue, so yeah, she should take their advice. Okay. So, yeah, if, if, like, if more than one friend comes to you, and by the way, they're not saying change necessarily saying change who you are. I don't think that's what your friends are saying to you, Quinn. I I'm think guessing. Maybe, yeah. I think that what your friends are saying is um, you could make some tweaks to how you handle certain social situations, perhaps. Right. And, you know? And is that changing who you are? Some people might say it is, I think. But uh, I think you can, I don't know, you can amend certain things or or adjust certain things. I, I, I don't know if you need to. I don't know. I don't know. But when she says, I don't take crap from anybody, I wonder what makes her say that in introducing herself. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. This person says, is her tough personality a brick wall from being hurt in the past? Well, this is, again, this is another thing. And this is why therapy is so great because mm. it, yeah. it opens up all these things where you, you just, you can still continue to be yourself, but be your best self. And uh, it's really funny because Ryan has texted me uh, what he thinks about all this. Oh, okay. Uh, and he's very invested in this conversation, okay. which I think is really funny. Let's um, go. He says, you know, she may not be doing herself any favors if she's giving signals that she's so independent that it's hard to build that middle space with another person. Mm. Uh, it's the idea of you being a wall and I'm a wall and the relationship is the roof and we need to make sure that we can lean a little bit to make that, you know, yeah. to make that happen. So uh, he says there's a real thing where people can be hyper-independent and struggle to even rely on anyone for anything, and that can make it difficult to be in a relationship. Right. Which is exactly what I said, which mm. is hilarious, that I've had this problem, too, where I am just too, like, I don't, a guy doesn't feel like he, I need him. You, you should, well, fast, fast fact, you don't. But, I uh, don't. But, <laughs> but you I, do. But I want to be in a relationship, and so I have to learn to bend a little bit well, in those situations. I say you don't, but we all need someone yeah. in our lives for emotional support. And I think actually just walking around being like, I'm emotionally fine with no other people. Right. That doesn't is actually sense. not real. Well, then live on an island. <laughs> you know what I don't mean? Don't tempt me. <laughs> Selfie and Jeff. 
the podcast. Lots and lots of advice and comments on today's Therapy Thursday here on The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. We'll continue that this hour for Quinn in Riverside South iHeartRadio Music Award nominees are out. We're going to talk about that in three things. Plus, Mariah Carey uh, is in a bit of a battle with Nick Cannon. And Fossi. You've heard of FOMO. What is Fossi? We'll talk about it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> all right. That's all on the way in the next 10 minutes in just three things. We've got the Rec Laws, Dirk Bentley, and the $1,000 Minute. Pure Country. Pure Country 94's $1,000 Minute. Jill is ready to play the $1,000 Minute. All you have to do is answer 10 questions in 60 seconds. If you do, you get 1000 bucks. If you don't, you get $10 for each right answer. You can pass if there's time at the end. Jeff will go back to the question you passed on. First answer you give us is the one we have to accept. Okay. Good luck. Thank you. All right, Jill, here we go in three, two, one. What state is the city of St. Louis in? Missouri. Well, at what temperature in Celsius does water freeze? Uh, Celsius, uh, Who sang You're Welcome in the movie Moana? Pass. What league did the Las Vegas Raiders play in? Uh, AFC. What restaurant chain's trademark is It's a Beautiful Thing? Pass. Spell neighbor. N-E-I-G-H-B-O-U-R. If it's 12 minutes to 8, what time is it exactly? Seven fifty-two. What color are rubies and garnets? Uh, red. What is the name of Prince Harry's memoir? Pass. What is the largest planet in the solar system? Uh, sun. Who sang "You're Welcome" in the movie Moana? Pass. Okay. What restaurant chain's trademark is "It's a Beautiful Thing"? McDonald's. Okay. Woo! All right. Jill, how do you feel? Uh, I got a few, I think. Definitely <laughs> did. Here we go. What state is the city of St. Louis? And you said Missouri. Congratulations. That's 10 bucks there. At what temperature in Celsius does water freeze? You said zero. Phew. That was a close one. Who sang your welcome in the movie Moana? You passed on The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. I, he sings, too. Yeah, he okay. really does. A man yeah. of many talents. Wow. What league do the Las Vegas Raiders play in? You said the AFC. It's the NFL. Okay. What restaurant chain's trademark is It's a Beautiful Thing? I don't know why I thought it was McDonald's, too. It's Harvey's. Oh, yeah. Harvey's makes your hamburger. Right. A beautiful thing. Oh, my gosh. I thought it was ba 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 It's a beautiful thing. I'm loving it. Right, right, right. Spell neighbor. You spelled it correctly. E-I-G-H-B-O-U-R. If it's 12 minutes to 8, what time is it exactly? I, I didn't hear. I didn't hear. He said 7.52. Okay. Yeah, not 48. Yeah, 48 is right. <laughs> what color are rubies and garnets? Yes, red. What is the name of Prince Harry's memoir that everyone is scooping up? You passed on Spare. It's not a great name for a memoir, i got to tell you. Well, Prince William's the heir and he's the spare. Oh, there you go. I got yeah. you. All right, I guess. <laughs> If you have to explain the joke, is it as good? No, it's not. What is the largest planet in the solar system? You went with Saturn. It's actually Jupiter. So, Jill, uh, we're going to give you 50 bucks because the AFC is in the NFL and the Raiders do play in the AFC. So there you go. 50 bucks today. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. One, two, three. Jeff's three things. Thing one. The iHeart... Uh, the iHeart Radio Music Award nominees are out. Here's the country stuff. Um, country Song of the Year, Buy Dirt, Half My Hometown. She had me at Heads Carolina. Kind of love we make, Wasted on You. What do you think? Who's going to win? 
Oh. <laughs> country artist. Don't ask me that. Country artist here, Carrie, Jason, Kane, Luke, Morgan. Best new country artist, Bailey, Cody, L. King, L.V. Shane, and Priscilla Block, who I think is a dark horse. Could happen. Could happen. Okay. So Ryan loves Priscilla Block. She's also. great. He's always listening to her song. Right. Well, he's got just, taste. <laughs> Guy's got taste. Funny. Right? Yeah. Well, he's with you. So. Oh. Ding, ding. Ding. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting. Uh, just kidding. Thing two. Mariah Carey is seeking <laughs> primary custody of her twins with Nick Cannon because she's not sure he could be split 12 ways. You think? I guess uh, she said that. He has enough kids. He won't miss just two of them. No, she didn't say that. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. But imagine trying to make that schedule. Well, she does want to put him on notice that he can't just flit in and out of their lives when he attends to his other children is what a source a source is saying. Good okay? for her. Good for her. Well, I mean, he has it's enough to do. a little out of control. He also has a job, weirdly. You know, Yeah, like, you want to be a hands-on dad? He does. Good luck. Yeah. All right. Thing three. Over half of adults are dealing with FOSI. You've heard of FOMO, fear of missing out? Well, FOSI is fear of saying yes. Oh, yeah. Has this happened to you? Yeah. This apparently is uh, when you turn down something that you actually want to do, but Mm -hmm. you're worried about money or lack of confidence in doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so, like, hey, do you want to, I don't know, you want to go out to dinner with everybody? We're going to blank. And you're like, ooh, I can't do it right now. Money's tight these days. Everything's so expensive. And FOSI can have you avoid asking someone out on a date because you're fear. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Fear of uh, the lack of confidence or whatever. So you don't, you know, you don't go after things. Uh So that's a new thing in your life. FOMO, FOSI, all the foes. If you have FOSI, don't feel bad. A lot of people do. Fo, let's go eat pho. (laughs) Pho, pho, pho. I'm in. That's what you need to know. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Back to our Therapy Thursday this morning from Quinn, who says her friends have been giving her a little bit of advice lately. She's approaching her 30s. She's got a big personality. She's single, but, you know, she's dating Mm -hmm. and says that, you know, she knows she's definitely someone who has no fear when it comes to approaching people. I like to crack jokes. I work hard and don't like taking crap. But a few of my married friends are saying I should soften up my personality a little bit. I just started seeing a guy. Now I'm in my head about this. I don't want to scare him off. She also adds that the friends say behave more like a damsel in distress, which I don't know. I, I disagree with that. I don't think. Why do you have to be a damsel in distress? I wonder if that's mischaracterized. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they say, like just at, at least let let some let someone know you need them. Yeah, let someone. <laughs> that's help not you damsel. You don't have to be a damsel in distress. Exactly. Um, some people have taken this seriously. Others leaning into it a little bit. There's a lot of men out there who would love a good dominatrix. Maybe you should just step it up a touch. Oh, okay, funny. <laughs> Okay, Okay. funny text. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yes. All right. All right. Uh, There's also, uh, so, okay, there is a bit of a pattern going on here. We've got a lot of people on Facebook who are 100% all in agreement that you shouldn't change at all. Screw everybody. Yeah. That's literally what they're saying. And uh, texts that say, be yourself. I'm like you, tough, take no crap, and I'm married. You got this. Yeah. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. There is some... I don't know. I, there, there's some thought on that, like where, and that is a mantra we've all heard, right? Be yourself. Don't change for anybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't have to change your core, who you are as a core person. Core, you no. can't actually, I don't think, change who you are, but how you behave is a different story. Yeah. Um, and if it would help, like this is a really good point and it comes from a guy. So 
All right. I think this is hilarious. No issue in tweaking things to start. If men were there, were themselves at the beginning, we'd never have anyone. <laughs> it's so true. It's really true. We, you guys a, put your best foot forward in the first two weeks. In the first two weeks, <laughs> we're acting the way that we hoped that we will be six years from now. <laughs> right? Uh, and we can't hold on to it for very long. That's why you got to date us for at least six months. Yeah, that's usually when it wraps up. Right. Um, I really, really like Amy's text that I wanted to share. Okay. It says, I'm definitely someone who can relate to this. Classic, overachiever, independent, outgoing, no problem, cracking jokes, etc. I didn't meet my significant other until I was 31. I'm 34 now. Also struggled with dating. I have some follow-up questions for Quinn. Like, have you ever been to therapy? Sometimes these character traits are defense mechanisms or walls we put up. Her friend saying to act like a damsel in distress makes me wonder if there's some extra stress that occurred in her life that, you know, they're telling her to use. But I very much dislike that approach. Instead, I'd encourage her to get a therapist to help her navigate why she's having issues connecting with a partner. Okay. Like, holy smokes, Amy. Spoken like like a true... Uh, Inward human being. So, yeah, there's, I think uh, there's nothing wrong with constantly evaluating who you are, what you're doing, and whether or not you're you're happy with it. Yeah. Right. Or maybe uh, you are satisfied and happy with who you are, but then the the outside world says something else. So you take stock and see if there's some changes or maybe things that have to be adjusted in your life. I think that's healthy. Uh, I think. Meeting someone that you are really into or obsessed with and then changing to become their definition of you is not what we're describing. Don't do that. No, definitely right. not. Okay. There's a happy medium here. You know, your friends are giving you some constructive criticism. You can take it with a grain of salt or you can take it as an opportunity to sort of look inward and say, hey, maybe there's something to this. That's going to be completely up to you. That doesn't mean you have to change your entire personality per se. Right. But there's nothing wrong with... Uh, Looking at yourself and saying, hey, you know, maybe I can improve in this department. I mean, if you want to be in a committed relationship with someone, you're both going to have to bend at different points. Right. You know, there are also people out there who are very happy with themselves, very comfortable being on their own and don't want a relationship. That's fine, too. Like, don't let society tell you that one way is the right way to live. If you're not if you're not interested in it. Maybe it's just what you think you want. Yeah, but you can't have both. You can't be like, I'm just going to be myself at all times, but I also really want to be in love with someone and I never have to work yes. towards anything in my relationship. Right. Oh, but I guess what I'm saying is make sure that that is what you want. Like it's worth you changing things. If you're very happy on your own and you just want a relationship to be like everyone else, I don't know. Maybe that's not necessary. Do you think it's necessary to have a relationship in your life? No, I think there's lots of people who are fine without one. Right. And that's great for you. Hmm. I will add that, you know, I... Uh, for me personally, like I learned a hell of a lot about myself and the world in my 30s, specifically. Right. Totally same here. Like totally. way different than my 20s. Yeah. So there's a lot still going to come at you, Quinn. <laughs> there's going to be some uh, eye-opening experiences that you'll have about the people in your life, about yourself, about the way the world works. And like, I just, I don't subscribe to the idea that I'm just going to be whoever I want to be at all times, say what I want, do what I want, and I don't give a ness about anybody else. Well, you can be that way, but by the way, other people don't have to respond to it, I right? I just don't. Why? Like, we all have to live here together. Listen, someone texted and said, I loved both your and Ryan's advice, too. You guys are clearly a good match. Hashtag power couple. Well, you know, we don't like to brag. Just kidding. But no, this is what I mean. Like, I'm in this relationship now where we've had to do a lot of bending, and we've had to do a lot of talking, and a lot of, like inward thinking and inward you know looking in the mirror and and it's hard but at the end of the day you come out so much better so you guys are normal
Got it. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. It's not as normal as you'd want it to be. Oh, okay. Unfortunately. <laughs> but that's the goal. You know, we all, we should all have them, I guess. <laughs> Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Today's Therapy Thursday has a lot of people chiming in, wanting to give their two cents on Quinn's problem in Riverside South, who says... Uh, she started dating a guy. Um, she's a little in her head about some of the things her friends have said recently. She doesn't want to scare him off. And her friends have suggested that she soften up her personality because she is fiercely independent. She likes to crack jokes. She's not afraid to approach people, works hard, and doesn't like taking crap. Okay. Sounds fun, actually. I'd love to hang with her at a party. <laughs> yeah, she does sound For like real. a fun time. It's true. Uh, a lot. Some people on text saying, sounds like her big personality is a front. She says she's confident and out there, but she is... Is she out there and loud to stop letting people in so she doesn't get hurt? Mm-hmm. That's an interesting angle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's anything wrong with her. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't think there's anything wrong with the description of who she is. Uh, definitely not. It's, again, um, yeah. your friends should be, I don't know if they are, but they should be the kind of people that have your back and that would, if they come to you saying these kinds of things, are doing it because they think it'll help. Yeah. And so constructive criticism from your friends can be... I, again, not something you asked for, but something that happens, and you have to decide how you want to take it. I have to be honest. Uh, seeing a, a woman who's completely together, um, confident, and you know, uh, has it is is completely fine. Like, un- you know, one of these unbelievable dynamic people, type A, is intimidating as a guy to approach. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I did it, but because uh, <laughs> I don't care about rejection. But <laughs> if you, you know, it is hard for guys. To approach that because it's like, uh, you start to think like, hmm, she doesn't need me. <laughs> she, you know what? She's going to go for a higher tier person or whatever. I don't know. Maybe those th- things go through your head. And so, like I said earlier, the dating pool is smaller. Mm-hmm. Like you're just, maybe there is somebody who would be completely compatible with you. Okay. Well, that you're not meeting because of that. It's I don't know. I think that's true, but I also think that there's no we aren't just born perfect and die perfect. <laughs> true. You know, there are are tweaks we have to make along the way to better ourselves, and there might be things about uh, ourselves that we don't even know hmm. that somebody else can help shed some light on. Right. Uh, which is why some people have suggested, like, have you gone to therapy and really, you know, maybe dug a little deeper to see why you're so outwardly. Um, you know, independent and, you know, don't need anybody. Lisa on Facebook says, I'm 55, back into dating the last two years, and I've been told by men that I'm intimidating. Some said, you know, I look intimidating. Others said, I don't seem like I need them. I don't want or need my, a man for myself. I do like men who open doors. I try to remember to let them do little stuff like that. But if that's a damsel in distress thing that I'm going to play on the surface. She says that, you know, she's actually... um somebody who has a lot of emotion, a lot of feelings. My advice, be authentic, always. Tell your friends it's good to be you, and clearly the man who really appreciates your qualities simply hasn't met you yet. Oh, that's cute. I like that. This text from Pembroke, I think it's important for Quinn to understand, but that as she gets older, life is going to change, and she needs to find a partner who wants to work with her, but not rescue her. Exactly. I was 34 when I met my husband, also very strong-willed and independent woman. It was nice to have a partner who didn't want to rescue me, who just wanted to walk Side by side. Oh, my God. I love that. That's so great. Who said that? What's your name? That's lovely. Yeah. No. uh, Anonymous. Okay, good. (laughs) Well, that's some good advice out here today. I don't know, Quinn. uh, Let us know what happens.
honestly, like from what we're seeing, you seem like a really awesome human being and uh, you don't need a lot of help from anybody. But there might be a few things you want to um, dive a little deeper into. Sure. You know, everybody can always improve on themselves. It's not like that's not an insult. That's not a slag. And that's not a, a bad thing. Right. It's all oh, we're all in that boat. I know. The hard part is after you've improved yourself a ton, uh, asking him to do it and he doesn't is very disappointing. Well, <laughs> they've only been dating for a few. We'll see. <laughs> Therapy Thursdays with Sophie and Jeff. Side effects may include nausea, regret, confusion, and unexplained swelling. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. In case you missed your early shot at those Country Sends Night tickets, don't worry. Is it Sends Country Night tickets? Mm -hmm. Did I say it backwards? (laughs) That didn't feel right. Uh, We will have more for you this afternoon with Tanea. Okay, that's very cool. Listen, I want to bring something up. Yeah. That happened yesterday here at 87 George, and I was mystified, stunned, amazed. What? Well, there was an interaction. Between you and someone else who works in the building. Okay. About some trauma. You're bringing this up now? Really? Yeah. yeah. We don't have time for this right now, but okay, go ahead. Yeah. I'm bringing it up because I want to talk about it because I'm amazed by this behavior. Okay. You went to the restroom yesterday. Mm -hmm, I did. And it was not pleasant in there. Yeah, but I feel bad about saying that because that's where it's supposed to happen. But no, it was not. The only problem I had with it was that I didn't want someone to think it was me. And someone walked in after you. That's right. And you Facebook messaged him. <laughs> I did. That's amazing. Okay, so <laughs> I would not have unless I, I had like a relationship, like a friendship with this person. Obviously. You know, like I know the person that I messaged, so it wasn't that awkward. But like I just wanted to make sure because uh, we have such a, there's so little privacy here. <laughs> It's so frustrating. And like, I don't understand this, but maybe you're, maybe this is you and you can let us know why this happens. But I don't understand people who go to work at like 8 30, 9 o'clock mm-hmm. and then just go to the bathroom immediately after getting there. <laughs> that part, I, I, would you not rather go at home? Unless like, I, I know if emergencies are emergencies, but anyway, right. Didn't want it to be my, my thing. So I made sure that the person who came in while I was sitting in the stall, just having a pee, which had finished. Okay. Mm-hmm. By the time the other person walked in, so they didn't hear anything. Right. I tried to get out without her seeing me, but she saw me in the hallway and I sent her a Facebook message saying, just to let you know, it wasn't me. <laughs> and then she wrote me back and said she was worried about the exact same thing for the next person after her. Ah, did she write them? Because that's the next level. No, I she's love it. still on the search for the loafers. It's amazing. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Good morning. We've got a winter storm warning in effect with heavy snow on and off basically until the end of tomorrow. Yeah. So <laughs> that being said, please drive carefully out there. Plan accordingly. As far as we know right now, uh, everything is running as as it's supposed to. Yeah, as far as we know right now, yep. Uh, But tomorrow morning might be a little bit different, so we're going to keep you updated on that. The snow is good for something, and I will say that it's very, very good for making snow angels. It is, and if you make a snow angel, it can be for a good cause. The 6th Annual Snow Angels for Chio, Making Impressions to Fight Kids Cancer, is happening, and it all starts now until February 26th, where you can register as an individual, team, or a company to help raise money to support kids and their families battling childhood uh, cancer. 
That's an amazing uh, opportunity to help out. But you have to suffer a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jump in the bathing suit, uh, do a snow angel, and then post it and challenge others to do it too. Yeah, why not? It sounds fun. You can even do snow angel mobs. Have you ever thought about that? Get a whole bunch of people to do it at the same time. That sounds really fun. That it's does sound like a fun. lot more fun if you're like Sophie and have a hot tub. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It's short-term pain for a really great cause. And you can easily go to chiofoundation.donordrive.com to find out more. You can also visit them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SA4Chio. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Good morning. Okay, so we had a very busy morning because, A, the weather. We have a winter storm warning in effect, which is going to take us through until Friday afternoon. Fun a lot times. of snow. A Fun lot times. It's so brutal. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, so I uh, had a lot of collisions out there. Please drive carefully. Uh, it's going to take you a lot longer to get to where you need to go today. You're not rushing anywhere, so if you can stay home, stay home. That's what we're saying. Yeah, okay. Okay, so that's the first thing we figured out mm-hmm. this morning. As we yeah. came in, like, oh, big storm. Great. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. Um, also, uh, today we found out it was a good day to get a passport. Anytime now, they were up to speed, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Getting passports back to people in 10 business days. Yes. Which is what we've been hoping for, so that's on your list. That is good news. We also talked a little bit about 40% of people who claim they've never done this twice in a row, but we think they're kind of lying. Worn the same underwear. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, like who hasn't had to do it? That's the thing. You don't want to, (laughs) but that's not to say you haven't had to do it at least once or twice in your life. And Quinn Lawrence was today's useless question winner. She walked away with 100 bucks in Lotto 649 vouchers. I tried my first real meal. So I did an Instagram reel mm-hmm. uh, recipe, made it last night, came out terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I don't want you to get discouraged, though. You know, I think you should keep trying. Reach I, for the stars. Well, I'm just wondering how a cup of olive oil in a bowl of pasta, a cup, how that can be right. Yeah. All right. Um, anyway. You can check it out on our socials. The delicious-looking pasta dish that you attempted to make is there. And then the uh, finished version, your version, is there also. It doesn't look too bad. It does look a little bit um, mushy. It's, uh, it does look a bit mushy. You know, the pasta was perfect, um, but it is very cheesy. And then oil on the cheese is a bit much. Okay. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, we also gave away a Sens Country <laughs> Night tickets, okay? That's next Saturday night to see Mackenzie Porter. We will be your in-game host. We'll have uh, swag to give away. We're going to be giving away prizes. And, of course, she'll perform the intermission. So listen for Tanea this afternoon. She'll have more tickets for that. Congratulations, Jennifer Kortko. It was a Therapy Thursday, and today had a lot of interaction. Holy smokes. Quinn wrote to us on purecountry94.ca and says her friends have been telling her she needs to soften up her personality. That is, if she wants to make a relationship with a guy work, then she can come off a little bit um, intense, I guess, because she's very independent. She isn't afraid to approach people. She likes to crack jokes, work hard, but doesn't take crap from no one. There you go. And like there was kind of a never change movement. And then there was the, well, maybe you want to do a little couple of adjustments. There's a there's an air in the air. Yes. <laughs> about uh, just doing whatever you want to do and just being yourself at all times and not uh, That's fine. having to adjust in certain situations. Yeah. But, you know, that might come with certain consequences. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's true. So we have some great advice and texts and messages from you to get through. We will do that after the show on our socials. And again, uh, just that winter storm warning, which we will continue to keep an eye on for you. 
Yep. Tomorrow morning, uh, we don't expect buses to be running, but to be sure, make sure you tune in. Sophie will let you know. All right. Good luck out there. Be safe. We'll see you tomorrow. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.